Hey guys, I'm Bethany, a type 5. And I'm Grace, a type 7. Welcome to Any Nerds, an Enneagram podcast. Y'all, we are not experts. We are purely enthusiasts. We are so excited that you're listening. But this podcast is just for fun, just for laughs, and just for you. In this episode, we are truly nerding out. We have decided to type some of our favorite nerdy characters from various movies, books. And by nerds, we don't mean the characters are nerds. We just mean we're all going to be nerds together in this. We're going to be looking at Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Marvel, lots of different things. So strap in. This is going to be fun. And just so you know, we will probably be talking about spoilers. So this is just a little bit of a warning. I mean... Most of the things we're talking about, you probably are already familiar with. So if you don't know that Vader is Luke's father by now, then that's kind of your own fault. But I just wanted to put it out there. Disclaimer, we might mention spoilers. So, Yes, we decided to actually make a list separately from each other. And uh, we're going to talk about what types we we think the most quintessential person is for the type. Uh, and just see if we agree or if we disagree from each other. And as always, we'd love to hear your opinions. So once you're done listening, please let us know if you agree or disagree. All right, let's jump right in. We can start with our type ones. So when I was thinking about type one, I was thinking mm-hmm. somebody who is structured and routined, wants to be better and wants to better the world. So my type one character is Captain America. Yes, this apparently was a terrible one to start with because that's the same character that I picked as well. (laughs) I almost didn't pick him because I thought it was like too on the nose, but he is like literally a type one in superhero form. I totally agree. And what's interesting about him too is not only does he start off as like a really like rigid type one, but what so like solidified in my brain he's a type one is when he goes dark he kind of takes on like the moodiness of the four which is where ones go to stress so i thought that it would be a great metaphor for the type one you know he goes from you know this really awesome dude and like to this dark character broody moody character i thought it was great and also to jump off of that when he's such a fun character to watch. Like, to be completely honest, I might get some hate from this, but Captain America can be a little bit boring sometimes because he is just, like, so good. So he's really fun when he lets loose a little bit, which would be going to his type 7 in in health, you know? Mm -hmm. And when he cracks jokes and he's a little bit goofy, I find that so fun to watch. And, I mean, his whole character, his goal is to make the world better and to save the world from itself. Obvious. I think, it, yeah, I think that was just an obvious one. Okay, well, we can move on to two then. Tell me, tell me your two. Okay, so my two, this character, he could go two different numbers to two different numbers. Um, so I would love to hear kind of your thoughts on this. Mm. But I picked Peta Malark from <sighs> Hunger Games. I love Peta so much. I'm totally team PETA. Why I was thinking PETA would be a two. I mean, obviously, I think something that people get annoyed with him is that he's always there for Katniss and he's always helping her and like, mm-hmm. she doesn't need his help or blah, 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 blah. I don't know. <laughs> but so his whole goal is to kind of keep her level-headed and keep her 
feet on the ground, keep Mm -hmm. um, her focused on her task, Mm -hmm. but to always be there to help her. I would think he'd be kind of a wing one because he is a pretty structured guy, you know, he's um, pretty routine in my opinion. Yes. Um, But I see a lot of similarities between him and my husband actually, because I feel like I have the anger that Katniss does (laughs) and the independence and I can just be a lot, but he is always there for me. And like calming me down. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What are okay. your thoughts? Okay. So I totally agree with you. I think he is a type two. I think that, he, you know, the book, the giving tree, uh, by yes. Shelson. Okay. Okay. So I think PETA is like the giving tree. He is always giving more of himself and more of himself and doing things for her. And I, uh, I adore him. The only reason I finished those books was for him because I just loved him so much, but yeah, he cares for her and nurtures her. And that's what she needs. Like I'm team Pete all the way. Don't even talk to me about Gail. Like he, he, she, like he is what she needs throughout the entire series. And I just love their relationship. And I love, well, I don't love her, but I love the, you know, I love him and the relationship. So I totally agree with you. I think you nailed it. Okay. So my pick was Molly Weasley. Yeah. Okay. So she, I know it's like stereotype to pick the mom as, you know, the type two, whatever, but the, what solidified in my brain is, you know, type twos go to eight and stress and she fights for her kids and she fights for Harry Potter. Okay. And so I think, yeah, I think that she goes above and beyond for her children and above and beyond for everybody, like not just her children. And she goes to eight and stress. That's, that's my, you can't even convince me anything else. I totally agree. I actually did her. She crossed my mind as well as a two. So I completely agree. And I think she's a good example of, you know, and I guess PETA is too, like twos. Yes, they are typically calmer, kinder, helpful, even soft-spoken, but they have fight behind them for sure. If you come at their people and the people that they love, they will fight tooth and nail. And I think those characters are great examples of that. Okay, type three. So I picked, I think I picked somebody who is showy and has like announcement songs. I think a three would want to walk into a room and have an announcement song um, or a rival song. Like I'm here. And so <laughs> I picked Tony Stark slash Iron Man as, as my three. I think he is definitely a performer. I think he thinks very highly of himself. He has a lot of character growth throughout the movies. You know, he starts off very, very with a huge ego and thinks he can, you know, do no wrong, and he doesn't want to be vulnerable, and he doesn't feel things, and then he goes through, all, you know, all the trauma he goes through, and then you see sides of him where he actually does break down a little bit, and he ends up, you know, saving the world in the end. I think a three would end up saving the world in the end to sacrifice. You know, they would sacrifice themselves and save the world. He's also extremely ambitious oh, and yeah. focused on his his work. His work is his life. So I picked. I knew I had to put this character on my list somewhere because it is my favorite literary character of all time ever created. I want to be this character now (laughs) and forever when I grow up, when I was a child, everything. And that is Eowyn Mm -hmm. from Lord of the Rings. I knew she was going to to be on your list. (laughs) My firstborn child girl may or may not be named Eowyn. I don't know. We'll see. So I definitely think she's a wing too. 
when you think about threes, them being very ambitious, she is, but not in a way to be like ambitious with power. She doesn't desire to be queen or anything like that, but she does, she is very determined Mm. and she fights for everything. I, I looked on some lists online and some people were typing her as an eight and I could see that, but I just, I, I see she, her as a three. Well, and, and she doesn't have that like explosive anger that I right. feel like eights do. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like she changes who she needs to be in different situations. You know, when she needs to be the niece of the king, she will be that. When she needs to be an ambassador for her land, she will do that. When she needs to be a soldier, she will change into that, which is a very three thing. But then, of course, she has the wing, too, because she cares about her family and her people more than anything. Mm-hmm. So that's I a, think she's a three. I think that's a great pick, honestly. I knew she was going to end up on your list somewhere. I love her. Okay, so I, I want to know your four. I feel like there's, there's like lots of fours in the nerd universe, so I want to know who mm-hmm. you pick for four. Okay, so my four is actually one of my other favorite literary characters, and that's Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. I mean, she's like quirky and such an individual, and she is so comfortable in who she is. I think she's a very healthy four. I would say she's a wing five because she's a Ravenclaw and she cares about knowledge Mm -hmm. and she is very smart and she is into what she is into. Oh yeah. Whatever her dad is into, whatever weird creature she's into, she's, she's just herself. And I love that. Mm. I love that. Okay. So I also picked somebody who's one of my favorite characters and I realized like, I'm kind of sticking within the same universe, but it's because I just, I love the universe so much. I picked Wanda. Wanda from Wanda and Vision. Okay, she, I think she's a four. And I know other people may think she's an eight or something else, but I think she's a four because she literally constructed an entire dream world (laughs) around herself from her grief. And I think, you know, fours feel things deeply and she lost like her brother. She lost uh, vision. She's lost her parents. She, you know, she's lost, she's felt a lot of loss. And so I think her grief hits her harder than most people. Um, she is my favorite Marvel character. I absolutely adore her. Um, but when she's upset, she also tends to go by herself and tries to deal with the emotions. And she got into the um, family shows, all the sitcoms that she was watching And I think she just, yeah, she needed time to deal with the grief and she felt it deeply. And then she created a dream world around her to play out her fantasies. And I, I think that defines her as a four. I completely agree. I almost picked her as well. And I think you just described that beautifully. Mm. Very good. All right. Your type five, your type you. It, it's so hard to see yourself (laughs) on a screen and be like that's me because <laughs> I, I don't know type fives get stereotyped so mm-hmm. much and they're stereotyped as the smart person and yeah like sure we're smart and we like research but we're more than that <laughs> like I want to I be known as more than just the smart person so anyways okay so I have lots of people that I think are type fives but my favorite one is Yoda. Ooh. Uh. Yes. I think Yoda's a type five. And I think because, A, he's a teacher by nature, right? He trains 
Luke and all these other Jedis. And he drops truth bombs all the time. And he even like hits people upside the head. I love that with his like cane. <laughs> he's, he's by far my favorite five. He also is totally fine with being alone because he went on to Dagobah all by himself and lived there for like, you know, decades mm-hmm. and was totally fine with that. And then someone came, <clears throat> Luke, and disturbed him and he wasn't completely happy with that. No, he was not. He also doesn't really care about fashion. And we've talked about this, that fives don't really care about fashion. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm going to get on my soapbox for just a second. All right. <laughs> Ian Morgan Cron, I'm going to come for you because in that book, The Road Back to You, you said that fives are not great with fashion. And that might be true, but you don't need to point it out, okay? I know I'm not great with fashion. That was very pointed and very specific, Ian. And as soon as I read that, I texted her about it. And she was like, yeah, thanks for reminding me. And I'm working on it. I think you're very fashionable. (laughs) In my t-shirt and shorts and blanket skirt (laughs) that I'm currently wearing. (laughs) And also, I like how we assume that Ian Morgan-Cron's going to listen to our podcast. (laughs) Hey, Ian. Big fans. So my five is actually from the same universe. Um, But I was just telling you before we started to record that five was actually the last one that I found because I thought the same thing. Fives are so stereotyped. So I didn't want to just pick, you know, the nerdy character or the know-it-all character. Mm -hmm. So I was actually trying to find a character that kind of reminded me of you, that you are very smart and you love research, but you also love people and you hate fashion. So, So my choice... My character is C-3PO because obviously we know he's so smart. He knows Mm -hmm. everything. He's a robot and he can speak every language. I wish I could remember how many, 14 million or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. And he is quite the know-it-all. This is true. He won't let anything drop, probably because he doesn't have the social decencies or, you know, social cues, because, again, he's an android. And this robot reminds you of me? Yes. Um, (laughs) But he also, he loves, he's a wing six for sure. Like, he loves his people, and he sacrifices so much for his people. So I think he is a very healthy, well, (laughs) semi-healthy, happy five. Yes, with a with a strong wing six, because he yes. is very nervous about a lot of things. That's very true. I didn't <laughs> even think about that. His anxiety is high, so yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess I will accept it. I'm not. He's a great character. Happy, but I will accept. I'm gonna go back to Yoda because I love him. Okay. okay. <laughs> I want to hear your sixth choice. I think I had an idea of who you chose, but <gasps> I, I I just want to hear it. I do not think you have an idea of who I chose. I picked someone super random. So this this book series and movie series, I actually love. It got a lot of flack, but I love it. And I love this character. And it's the Divergent series. And so I picked Triss Pryor. Have you read those books? I have read those books. So I the third book I pretend did not exist as does everyone else. Yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, yeah, it's terrible. But I loved the first two books. I loved them so much more than the Hunger Games. Sorry, Hunger Games stands. Oh, but I totally agree with you. I loved the first book for sure. I love it. Yeah, and I really like the second book too, but I love the character of Triss and of Four. Like I've reread those books 
a number of times just for those characters. So mm-hmm. I picked Triss because she's extremely loyal. Yes, she does defect from her faction, mm-hmm. but she never forgets her original faction, Abnegation. Mm-hmm. She's always making choices on their behalf. She fights for them. Um, she doesn't exactly have the super high anxiety, but I think there's kind of like an internal anxiety that's always, there's like a war going on Inside in her. her. Yeah. Um, and she also is almost loyal to a fault. Like she fights for her brother way more than he deserves. He oh is a total God. butthead. Ter- terrible and, character. Yeah. And she gives everything for him. He's terrible, but she has that much loyalty. I would think she's a wing five. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't have the like fashion sense. <laughs> okay okay simmer down bethany um she doesn't have the like fomo and happy-go-lucky that a seven does she is actually very smart and does a lot of research in the books so that's my choice for a six okay so you know how i feel about sixes Mm -hmm. you love sixes i love sixes they're possibly my favorite number and so when i was coming up with a list I like, there are so many characters that I love that I think are sixes. And it's hard to pick one. But I'm going to pick the one who, because I'm a wing six, so I feel it deep in my core. I relate. I'm going to pick one who has my favorite quote of a six ever. And it comes from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) And he says, I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. And like, I'm almost in tears thinking about it. (laughs) You have to explain this because everyone thinks that he's a two. So why do you think he's a six? Okay. No, 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 no. (laughs) He is a six. Okay. Samwise Gamgee, in case people don't know who I'm talking about. He is a six. All right. When I think of a six, I think of a ride or die friend. Okay. I'm a ride or, die, ride or die friend. We're friends for life. You cannot get rid of me. Okay. <laughs> I will do whatever needs to be done, you know, to keep our friendship together. And he goes through this entire series with Frodo and is by his side. He's helping him out the entire time, which I can see why people think he is a two. Twos and sixes get mistyped all the time. But it's it was that line that really solidified in my head of like, you know, he, he's just going to go and he is not going to give up. He's going to see this journey through all the way to the end. And even if he has to carry <laughs> Frodo <laughs> for it to happen, I think, yeah, I think he's ride or die. And yeah, you might think he's a two, but guess what? I related with him so much throughout the entire series. He's a six. <laughs> okay. <Ooh. laughs> That's good. I can tell you're getting passionate about this. I like it. Lord of the Rings and passion. Lord of the Rings is literally, side note for our viewers, Lord of the Rings is my favorite thing on planet Earth. So big, big fan. Did you think I was going to pick him? I did. I did think you were going to pick him. All right, let's move on to sevens. You go first. Oh, my turn. Ooh, this one was hard for me. I think the seven I'm going to go with is a very unhealthy seven. He literally wants to watch the world burn. Same, same. (laughs) And has, you know, is the captain of chaos. I went with the Joker from DC. I I think that obviously he's a serial killer and awful and a terrible, terrible human being. Mm -hmm. But 
there is a lot of joy <laughs> that comes from him. <laughs> he gets a lot of joy out of what he's doing, which is terrible. But <laughs> I do think and he can he can spin a negative situation into what he deems a positive situation. Right. He's great at reframing for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he's a seven. I don't know how that makes you feel, but. No, I would agree with that, I think. But yes, I think he's a very unhealthy seven. I am not a serial killer, just so everyone knows. I'm a little bit more like my seven, but I'm not even that much like the seven that I chose. I picked Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. Probably my favorite line, and I don't even know where this came from, that describes a seven. I just think this describes us perfectly, is we're here for a good time, but not a long time. Right. And I think that's so accurate. And I think that's completely Jack Sparrow. He will go wherever the party is, wherever the alcohol is, wherever his friends are. But he's probably not going to stick around, especially if things get hairy and messy. Like, he'll just chuck the deuces and leave. I think he would be a wing eight, which Mm -hmm. that's also what I am. So I'm essentially Jack Sparrow. Um, (laughs) Because he also will stand up for him and his friends when he needs to and defend himself when he needs to. But, I mean, the man is just, he's there for a good old time. He wants to be happy and have fun and drink and party. and That's true. Yeah. He's, I remember I think he's a seven. in one of the movies, he's talking about, and it brings him joy. He's talking about, like, a jar of dirt. And he, like, raises it up. And he's like, I've got a jar of dirt. <laughs> he's so excited about it. And he also brings up stories all the time from his past, like just casual conversation. He'll talk about different adventures in his past. And that's what sevens do all the time because we collect stories. That's true. Mm. So, yep. Good pick on that one. Okay. I want to hear your eight. Okay. My eight is one of my other favorite characters. I just, I literally have favorite characters and I had to fit them in somewhere because I just like to talk about them and they're all women. Yes. Yes. Strong, independent women. So I picked Leia because obviously we all know girlfriend will throw down Mm -hmm. verbally and physically when she needs to. She, I think, I think she always has an argument and she really wants people to like rise to the occasion and argue back. Um, That's why she has all those like quippy one-liners. I also feel that eights go to two in health. And I think you see that whenever, as the the series goes on and she starts to fall in love with Han and Mm -hmm. Han starts bringing out kind of like the softer, lighthearted version of her. And she starts to go into, you know, She's not in war mode all the time mm-hmm. um, as as the series goes on. So you kind of get to see that kind of lighthearted mm-hmm. side to her. And she becomes a little bit more empathetic to the people around her. So I think she's an eight. Okay. I totally agree with you. I also think she's an eight. My pick, and I don't love this character, but I do think she is an eight. And I also picked a woman because, hey... We, we are females <laughs> and we're strong. I picked Katniss Everdeen as okay. an eight. I think that the, I don't know if there's any other number that would voluntarily, you know, just yell, I volunteer as tribute. I mean, yes, she's doing it for her sister, but I think that an eight would be way more propelled to do that, especially knowing the fate that is, that comes with that. Right. 
And so I think she is the advocate for her sister. And I think mm-hmm. she's the advocate for a few other people around her. I don't actually think she is the healthiest of eights because I've talked to you about this before her you know, in the books, her inner monologue is um, she makes some weird decisions and she, you know, she's just, I don't know. She just doesn't make the best decisions in my opinion and doesn't like explain it very well as to why she's making decisions. I think she is impulsive like an eight would be. I think she doesn't like to be vulnerable like an eight would be. And eights go to five and stress. And in, when she's in these stressful moments, she tends to go just further into herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and she just won't talk to PETA. She won't talk to anybody who wants to help her because she is just withdrawn so much, which would happen to an unhealthy five or an eight in stress. Yeah, I totally agree. The only thing that came across in my mind was what you just said about how when she's stressed, she kind of goes inward mm-hmm. and she won't let anyone help her. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And she can be a bit of a know-it-all too, especially when she's in stress. So yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I originally thought she might have been a five, mm-hmm. uh, but I was thinking about the volunteering and I don't, I honestly don't know if a five would volunteer, which it's terrible for me to say because I am a five, but I, but I do think it'd be way harder for me. Like it would take me a long time to get to that point. Whereas her, she automatically volunteered as tribute. All right. Our last number type nine. Who did you pick Bethany? I picked another woman and I think she's also, she's also one of my favorite characters. Um, and in one of my favorite universes, I picked Natasha Romanoff, black widow as a nine. And some people, I think she's a nine wing eight. Uh, I think some people would have an issue with that, but, and nines are hard to pin down for sure, but she does do the morphine to other characters, other, you know, other, like she is who she kind of needs to be and she'll morph to other personalities, which I guess could kind of sound like a three, but I also think she's lost in her role. She, you know, was brought up in an assassin uh, and was taught that, you know, you kill and you do what I tell you to do and that her opinion did not matter. And so I think when she gets out of that, she has a really hard time expressing herself. I think she has a hard time seeing what her role is in the Avengers Marvel universe she, you know, kind of takes over after um, Infinity War. She kind of takes over as, like, the lead person. But I think she, that's her looking for a role, uh, which nines tend to do. And I also think that she puts her own wants and needs aside like a nine would do as well. What do you think? I totally agree. And I think, so my husband and I are going back through the Marvel movies right now we're watching them in chronological order and I've seen all of them multiple times, but he has only seen like a couple here or there. And so we're almost finished. And he just the other day was like, another one came up and Natasha was in it and he was like, wow, she's in all of these. Mm -hmm. And she is in so many of them, which I think. And also you see, as you said, in infinity war, she's kind of like the glue that holds everyone together. Yeah. She, kind of gets along with all the members of the Avengers and she's the one who has to like go get Bruce and go get Tony and blah 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 like and Mm -hmm. she helps Captain America so many times Mm -hmm. um 
And that's why, spoilers, I was so mad in Endgame when she died and she got like nothing. Like nothing. Tony got all this stuff I, and like so nobody mad. batted an eyelash. I hated that. I was so mad. Because I, I think she's like like a pillar mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. superhero gang. Like right. I was well, so and, mad. And I feel like nines kind of go unnoticed sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think that she went unnoticed because she is in like so many movies but you don't realize it unless you're purposely like looking for her for in all right. the movies. But she's like from the very beginning, you know, and, yeah. and you think she's a later character that arrives. No, no, no. She's there from the start. She's, you know, there the entire time. She's a pillar in the universe, like you said. And yeah, I wanted to like flip tables when I watched that movie and she got mm-hmm. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Ugh. Okay, sorry, everyone. We're back. back. <laughs> So my nine that I chose is one of the most famous literary characters ever written. You probably know who I'm going to say because he's a pretty famous nine, but it's Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, he, like, his essence of a character is keeping peace. His his goal is to bring peace to the wizarding world. He's also in the anger triad. And you see that in books, especially five and six, how badly he handles his anger and how angry he gets. And then I also, after I picked him, I wanted to read some other people's opinion. And one person, I thought this was a great point. They were like, he's really not great with girls. And a lot of nines are kind of known to like not be the greatest with romantic relationships. They're not super forward. They can be kind of awkward. And he's completely like that with Cho and with Ginny. Mm -hmm. So I think that was just like a tiny little detail that solidified him as a nine for me. What do you think? I totally agree with you. I think he definitely wants to keep the peace and he doesn't want to deal with all this stuff that's going on. But he's like the main character. (laughs) So it forces him. He's the chosen one. Come on, Harry. (laughs) You have to do things. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. Thanks for nerding out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, let us know. We have other characters that we have put on our list that we could talk about. And do another part two. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.